Now do your thing, Moon Mama. Mm-hmm. You got it. Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where usually we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 anime Sailor Moon and talk about why it is that we love it so much. Sailor Moon? (laughs) Did I say it weird? You said Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. (laughs) This week's different, though. This week, maybe that's why I said it a little different, because this week is different. It's true. Uh, We are celebrating... The North American theatrical release of Sailor Moon R the Movie with an episode where we talk about Sailor Moon R the Movie. (laughs) With one of two episodes where we talk about it. That's right. We are going to break this up into uh, the next two weeks worth of episodes. uh, And it should be a really fun time because to help us talk about it, we have a fan favorite guest, my podcasting partner from the Xena Warrior Business podcast, which uh, hopefully all of you are also listening to. Allison Stock is back. Hi, Allie. Surprise, bitch. Bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. <laughs> Hi, guys. Is that a Xena reference? No, it's a no. reference to a show I don't watch, but I've seen this gif, gif all over Tumblr and thought it's it was a reference appropriate. To Tumblr. It's a reference to Tumblr because okay. I'm trash. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> it's yeah, good great. to have you. You know what? I feel like it's been a very good decision. <laughs> You're already regretting it. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Yes. Well, uh, if you want to hear about Allison's history with Sailor Moon, Allison's been a guest on this show uh, a few times. Uh, and also, you can hear Allison every other week with me talking about Xena Warrior Princess. Uh, so I don't think, I don't think we need to go into Allison's history with Sailor Moon, but I would, I would like to know. I'm queer. I'm queer. Get used to it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like spouting memes today. <laughs> Here's the thing. Jordan and I have been awake for a couple hours. I think Allison just woke up. I had a late night. I introduced a friend. I was, a friend of mine was on Tumblr, like shit posting about everybody talking about Yuri on ice. And I was like, come to my house and watch it. I'll get us pizza. We could drink wine. And she's like, okay. So we did. Like, she's my neighbor. So we did. And did you watch all of Yuri on ice last no, night? No, we wa- Well, I've watched all of Yuri on ice many times. That's not the right question to ask, but no, we only watched the first like four episodes. We took our time though. We had some, we had some dawdling and, you know, pizza, wine. We also, they also made me watch two episodes. Stranger Things, which I'd never seen before, and I was very scared. <laughs> I'm not really into scary things, but what's Yuri on Ice about? Yuri on Ice is. Oh, about- Jordan, what have you done? <laughs> you know what I'm really excited about yeah. is that we have like 10 minutes of very cut content for everybody to listen to on Patreon. God damn it! Uh... You've got to you've got to share this with the fucking world. The world has to know. <laughs> Well, the world can pay uh, $5 a month (laughs) to get access to bonus content. All right. All right. Before we, okay. So before we get into the Sailor Moon R movie, let's talk about the fact that we all had different, we all uh, took in different versions of it. If I remember, if I recall correctly. So Chris, correct me if I'm wrong. You saw 
the new Viz dub in theaters? No. no. I saw I saw the subtitled version in theaters. I know that the Oh, I thought you saw the dub. The dubbed version has been in theaters because we've gotten a lot of people, uh, which is super awesome, by the way. We've had all, so many people sending us like pictures of like, hey, I'm going to see Sailor Moon R in the theaters, which is great. Uh, so I know the dub version was in theaters, but the only showing in uh, the triangle was in Raleigh, and it was the subtitled version. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I saw, I saw the subtitled version. But I'm looking forward to seeing the dubbed version when it comes out in, uh, I think okay. it's March or April. That it's actually being released on DVD. I, I also saw the I also saw the the subtitled version. But Allison, mm-hmm. you saw the original Deke dub version. Yes, the original dub. Now mm-hmm. I I watched that as well, so I saw both. Um, okay. So none of us but, have seen the Viz dub. <laughs> none of us have seen the new dub. Well, then we all have something to look forward to. Well, um, yeah. Now one thing that you did not see, Allison, and I do think we should talk about it, Oy. is the. The short uh, that plays before the feature. Oh, I thought you were going to shame me for not seeing it in theaters. No, 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 no. Before we talk about that, can we talk about the actual, like, experience of going to the theater and seeing it? Sure, sure. Tell me all about it. You went, and you you wore, uh, did you wear Bob Floy? Uh, Yeah, yeah, Bob Floy. I also wore Bob Floy uh, to the the theater. Um, You didn't have anyone who listens come up to you uh, at at the theater. I actually did. What? Uh, which is super great. Like, um, that's so cool. Uh, the showing was at this place called the Carolina Theater, uh, Carolina Theater Grill, in Raleigh, and I'll get to that in a minute. But uh, Aiden and I roll up, and we're like about an hour early because we were going to grab dinner before we saw the movie, and there was already a line outside. People were lining up to see this twenty-three-year-old uh, Sailor Moon movie, which is amazing. So I guess it was open seating. Mm, s- s- yes, sort of. <laughs> uh it's it I'll, I'll get to that experience in a minute okay but um we went and got a burger and then we came back and we're waiting in line and i'm talking to aiden uh because this was the day i got back from fantasy so i right. actually like had a little bit of a cold starting off uh as we went to go see it and so i'm talking to aiden in line and the person in front of me like turns around and goes hey are you chris and I was like, yes. Ooh. And she was like, oh, I, I'm a listener. I listen to Sailor Business. And her name is Maria. And she said she would like to be on the show. So, oh Maria, email. You're you so said famous. she recognized your voice, right? She recognized my voice. That's great. You are so famous. Yeah, I know. Like the, uh, I can now count. Usually it's only at like conventions and pro wrestling shows, that I, like indie wrestling shows, that I have a chance of being recognized. But now it's also at Sailor Moon theatrical screenings. <laughs> That's a real specific niche. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. Uh, Here's my question for you, Jordan. Did you have cosplayers at your screening? Uh, Yeah, there were some, although not like very elaborate ones. Like uh, just kind of, uh, there were some like, some some wigs and some, you know, uh, meatball hairs. (laughs) Some meatball hair. Not full, not, I didn't see any full get-ups, you know? Okay, I wish you would have come to like. I wish you would have driven down to Raleigh and come to this screening. <laughs> there were full ass cosplayers. Um, there were there were a bunch of casual cosplayers, like a lot of people who would just either put their hair up in odongos right. or they were like wearing a wig with odongos. Yeah, that's what I saw a lot of. There was a full group of like casual civilian uh, Sailor Scouts. I, I think there were like five or six of them, uh, which was great because they had a um, a Jupiter 
who was literally six feet tall. Oh my god! Uh, she she was so tall and like uh, and that's too tall. That's not accurate. Right. Yeah, I know she's only she's only five so five six. Listen, <laughs> in the in the five show seven, she's I only like fifteen, so she still has chance a chance to grow. Okay. Well, the funny thing is, I talked to them. I was like, "Hey, I love your costumes. I love that you're Jupiter." Because I didn't realize she was Jupiter at first, because she's just like a girl with a ponytail, like who's very tall. And oh, it she... was like, "Oh my god, she's Makoto." So she was wearing like casual dress Jupiter. Yeah, they, she was like wearing shades of green, gotcha. like a green skirt and like a like a green sweater. Nice. Uh, and I said, "Oh my god!" I like it took me a minute, but I love your I love your costumes. And uh, the girl who was playing Sailor Moon like immediately started talking about how great her friends were, which I love. Aww. And uh, she was like, "Yeah," and she's also a culinary expert. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is the this is already like the best Sailor Moon experience ever." We manifested an actual Sailor Jupiter, <laughs> oh. and Sailor Moon. Sure. So they had like casual cosplay, but there was also like there was a a Princess Serenity in the dress. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh my god. There was a there was a, a, a tuxedo mask and a, an, and a Sailor Moon. There was a uh, Haruka. With the school uniform, who looked amazing, who had, like, Haruka's haircut. Wow. She was the only one I grabbed a picture of. Uh, There was also a wicked lady drinking wine who was (laughs) amazing. Oh, my God. Wait, I want to see a picture of Haruka. Text me. The picture is blurry, but I'll I'll, I'll send it to you because it's great. She's so hot. She fogged up your camera screen. (laughs) I, I mean, yes. Yes. Uh, but yeah, the, the wicked, like w- when we went in, so this theater was, it's, it, it's like a, like a dinner theater. So yeah. was it a draft house? No, it, it's called the, it's called the Carolina theater grill. Yeah. I and so they the had like a full house. menu and then like before the movie started, you could like order food and everything and they would bring it to you. So like <gasps> it, the movie so took good. a, look how cool she looks. Yeah. She was, she was amazing. She's hot. She was fantastic. Look at her face. Uh, and she was taught, like, so we, we got, you can also see, like, there's a Mercury very blurry in the background. I see. In the very back, yeah. Look at all these cool people. Uh, so they were serving, like, wine and, and, and beer. And so, like, the movie started late, so the lady who were in the theater, like, came out to do some giveaways of, like, posters and stuff. And at one point she was like, okay, everybody who wore a costume, stand up. And, like, Wicked Lady stands up looking perfect holding a glass of red wine and just casually drinking it and i'm like you're amazing it's like did you bring that wine in you need to buy something from here please but i'm sorry i it's too good now i will say this this bothered aiden more than it bothered me but uh that entire theater like cheered when mamaru showed up in the movie like when mamaru shows up they're like woo like it's fucking saved by the bell and no. Aiden was like he's terrible do not cheer for him <laughs> Aww, poor Memoru. yeah if you think if you think i don't like Memoru, uh my my lovely my lovely lady uh hates him with a passion i look forward to her being back on the show she's lovely indeed so i had i had a really really amazing experience and if you if you were in if, if you saw the movie in raleigh uh, like shoot us an email and let us know, especially if like you you have a better picture of uh, of Haruka than I have, because we would love to to put that up somewhere. Did you guys get the uh, the cards? We did, and I'm so mad because you got your you and Devin both got your favorites. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, technically, I got Sailor Mercury, she got Sailor Moon, but we traded. 
<laughs> so it's like a chocolate frog card, like, oh, Dumbledore again. I've got fucking 15 of these. Ugh. Yeah, that's exactly what Ron said. I've got fucking 15. <laughs> and yes. then he rips it and Dumbledore's like, no, because the pictures are like yeah. sentient. Yeah, so we got Sailor Moon and Sailor Mercury. Who'd you get? We got two Venuses. Oh, your favorites. <laughs> your oh, favorites. So, like, until I saw your picture, like, I was like, oh, is it just Venus? <laughs> and, and I should say, by the way, um, I went courtesy of Viz. Uh, uh, Viz PR uh, got me on the list, so I had, like, a, like, I had, like, a reserve section when I went in. Oh. I, look, I, I worked my, my connections, dog. <laughs> oh. Shout out to Viz for that, and uh, and thank you. And absolutely, like Viz has been doing so much like really good stuff with Sailor Moon lately. I'm so glad we're getting like theatrical releases for the movies and everything. I'm sorry I ever complained about their voice for Luna. <laughs> I, I, was a, I was wrong. No, you can cut this out. I'm not. I don't want to give them a bad name, bad rap. No, listen. They should have gotten somebody British. That's all there is to it. Somebody less complacent. I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about the short. Or no, Jordan, so, talk about your your screening. Oh well, there's not that much to tell. I went to the Alamo Draft House in Yonkers. It was lovely, as always. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was people were so excited. They're, they always play. Oh, they play. Um, what's great about the Alamo Draft House, um, uh, in addition to just everything, uh, <laughs> before the show, they always do like pre-shows. So what, like you know, normally when you go into a theater, they play all those like fucking ads and stuff that. That suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the draft house, they're playing clips of things that that are related to the movie that you're seeing in some way. So they played clips from the the uh, from the original dub with ridiculous lines. Sometimes they played uh, uh, these videos by this dude whose name I don't remember, but who made this guy who made these Sailor Scout costumes out of construction paper and then lip syncs to to dance music. I showed one of them to Allison. <laughs> At work. <laughs> it was so cool. He was really good. They showed uh, somebody, somebody had done a mashup of audio from RuPaul Drag Race. Oh my God. Uh, with clips from Sailor Moon with focusing on the Amazon trio. What? Uh, which I know Chris doesn't know. Yeah, it was what? ridiculous. Wait. It was ridiculous. Do you have, is that on YouTube? <laughs> Yeah, that's up on YouTube. You can find that. So yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's that's one of the reasons I love the draft houses because they they clearly love uh, they love movies and they love like that sort of thing. Like they share all those fun things with you. I'm trying to think if there was anything else in particular. I tried to see a movie at the draft house recently and it was sold out and they like laughed at me. I was like, oh, do you have any tickets available oh. for this movie? And they're like, yeah, at eleven the eleven thirty screening. I'm like, ew, I don't want to be here. It was really weird. I thought <laughs> I could just walk into a movie theater and buy a ticket for a movie. No. I, I Unfortunately, most of the time you can't just walk into the draft house and get a ticket. You have to buy it kind of in advance. Well, fancy. <laughs> yeah, I was actually a little worried because I knew I was on the list, uh, but I didn't know if they put me down for a plus one. And I was like, and like they had on the side, it was like, yeah, sold out. And I was like, uh oh, like, like, what if, what if Aiden can't, like, what if they don't have a ticket for you? And it was like, then we go home. You're not, I'm not going <laughs> to sit in the car for an hour. <laughs> she won't come back and pick you up. No, it's like, so unreasonable. <laughs> At ours, they were actually showing Looney Tunes before the, uh, oh, before cool. the movie started. All right, so let's talk about the pre-show. Uh, what is it called? Do you remember what it's called? It's basically what it is. Is it's basically it's a little called, clip show. It's called Makeup Sailor Soldier. Yes, Makeup Sailor Soldier. It's basically a little clip show, but it's a really fun clip show. It's that very fun. Was so adorable. The concept of it is, 
Usagi and Rini. I, well, I said that wrong, but whatever. Yusaki and yeah, Rini. You, you <laughs> fucked that one up real bad, buddy. Yusaki and Rini are eating at a restaurant. Yusaki and Chibiusa. <laughs> A.K.A. Serena, Serena and Rini. Serena and Rini. <laughs> no. No close. They're eating at a restaurant, and the girls at the table next to them start talking about the Sailor Scouts. And mm-hmm. Yusaki basically eavesdrops on them and... <laughs> The, the girls talk about the Sailor Scouts one at, a, one, one at a time, about how cool each of them is, and then you get clips of them being cool. So it starts, yeah, they're, they're I, like, oh, you know who my favorite Sailor Scout is? It's, you know, it's the really pretty one. And Usagi's like, yeah, they're about to talk about me. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> and then the girls will be like, yeah, you know, Sailor Mars. <laughs> but then we get a lot of clips of them. It, it really did a good job of picking out really great moments that made everybody happy and... It, it worked. Uh, and then they go through every scout talking about how great they are, all four of the other scouts. And then, and Yusaki keeps getting upset because they're not talking about her every single time. Mm-hmm. And then they go, oh, there's one other person that we should mention. Oh, right. Of course there is. The person who saves the day every time. Yeah. The person who is like, shows up every time and saves them. <laughs> tuxedo mask. <laughs> Oh my talk god! About a great tuxedo mask. That's so cruel. Uh, yeah. Then they talk about the fucking cats, which makes oh no god. sense. How which, do they know yeah. about the cats? They should absolutely not know about the cats. But like, I love that, like I love that they forget Sailor Moon, but they know who fucking Luna and Artemis are. No, because I, I think fucking rude. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it. I think Serena literally. The girls go, "All right, well, that was a good lunch," and start leaving. And Serena goes, jumps up and runs up to them and goes, "Wait a minute, you forgot about someone." And they go, "Luna and Artemis." It's <laughs> like no, Sa- Sailor Moon. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, Sailor Moon." She's pretty good, I guess. Yeah, she's got some good qualities. Technically, the moon isn't a planet. Oh, <laughs> good point. Yeah, because then they go, then they go like, yeah, but you know, she's really like clumsy and she cries a lot. Oh <laughs> it's my like, god! And I was like really hoping that they'd take advantage of the fact that it's a movie for like Usagi to just lean in and go, "Fuck you, these <laughs> two children." Oh it wasn't PG thirteen. I think it was PG. Oh my god. <laughs> This is so cruel and cold, and I love it, and I'm so here for it. It was a really, really adorable short. And it was, was it like a full episode length? It might have been. It was probably like 20 minutes. It was 15 minutes. minutes. 15 minutes? Okay. It's about 15 minutes, yeah. That sounds like a long time. No, no, because again, they they did do a really good job. Like like I said, it was really always very fun, cute moments. Okay. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because the movie proper is about an hour. So, uh, yeah, so probably 15 minutes or so. Before we get to the movie, we do want to talk about uh, our Patreon and give thanks to our Patreon supporters. Uh, because, again, if you – patrons. If you're not sh- – if you didn't know, uh, we actually have reached our first stretch goal. We, are, we have already recorded our first uh, Sailor Chibi Business episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you hate that so much. Because I don't want to call it Sailor like Jamie. But anyway. That's, that's what the, it's a mini episode. It's literally a Sailor <laughs> mini business. If you called it a chibi sode, I'd be fine. But Sailor Chibi. Anyway, look, we already recorded our first one. We're going to keep doing those every month. It's going to be terrific. We have other stretch goals. Uh, Chris and Allie can do mini episodes about Xena, which I guess mm-hmm. we'll call 
Chibi Warrior episodes? I don't no, know. No, I think those are going to be called them... Gabby Elves. No, we oh. can call them Hope episodes. Or we could call them uh, <laughs> Eve episodes. Because Eve, Hope, babies, they're small. We could call them. We could call it Xena Baby Business. <laughs> Xena Baby Killing Business. <laughs> oh, baby Murdering Business. No. <laughs> Breast Dagger. That was on our list. like a sword, but smaller. Well, Breast... that's the next. That's the next stretch goal. Uh, I like, and then after that, I like we'll how, do uh, how Xena, like, like, I still try to keep sailor business pretty accessible to all ages. Xena business is like adult only. <laughs> there was a breast dagger in the show. <laughs> they want to murder babies on the show. We're not censoring ourselves. No, I'm just talking about it. Like, I'm basically just talking about you being on the show. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're fine. And you have you have not complained while we were recording so anything you say now it's just like icing on a cake that was already left out in the rain like no one not to mention chris let's not forget that our first episode you were like no this show has to be explicit language so i can swear about matoki (laughs) yeah because i swear a lot i'd love to stop but it doesn't happen (laughs) (laughs) well it's not family friendly is all i'm saying so these are the people. Do I swear a lot, or it's inappropriate stuff that I talk about that that gets us? Do I say fuck? A lot? I think I say fuck a lot. No, but... you talk like we. I mean, we both talk about a lot of finishes on the show. Well, Goodness gracious! Who's we're not kink shaming? <laughs> Everybody should be entitled to like suck on whatever toes they want, both yeah, literal we don't and talk metaphor. about fetishes a lot on sailor business. <laughs> That's true. We don't. I mean, we might in this episode and probably will in this episode. <laughs> uh, for right now, these are the people who have gone over to patreon.com slash sailor business, and they've thrown in uh, as little as a dollar every month to help us do these mini episodes to to uh, give Jake money, to, give, to, to, to pay for the editing, to give me and Allison and Jordan a little bit uh, to keep us going. Uh, and we're going to start with, uh, I believe this was our, I think we've gotten everybody up to this person. Uh, Rars Dower. Is our first uh, our first pleasure this week? Thank you so much, Rarsdower. I don't thank know. you, Rarsdower, for getting us on our way to uh, breast dagger episodes of Xena Warrior yeah. Business. Uh, Lala Hulse. Lala Hulse. Thank you, Lala. Thank you. David F. Pendris. Hey, David. Hey. We like that guy. Thank you, David. Panda has pledged. <gasps> Panda. Panda. Thank, thank you very you. much. <laughs> uh, Jerry Khan. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. Uh, Claire Holland. Thanks, Claire. Thank you, Claire. Bill Battershill uh, upped his pledge a little bit uh, because we pronounced his name oh. correctly, I believe. I believe that was the entire motivation behind that. Bill, 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 Bill. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Duncan Wincup. That's a good name. Duncan, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Judy Bikus, or or maybe Bikus, uh, pledged as well. Thank you, Judy. Well, I see you're you're hedging your bets, so she'll up it either way. Yeah, you've got to just pronounce it every possible way. It could be Judy Bikis, Judy Bikis, Judy Bikis. What else can come on? We've got to cover all the bases. Now I think she's thinking we're gone too far. Oh, sorry. Now we're going to lose that pledge. I'm sorry, Judy. Thank you again. I'm sorry. Come back. Bronwyn Ember is a is a patron as well. Thank you, Bronwyn. Thank you, Bronwyn. That sounds like the name of an RPG character who's a hero. Yeah. Like a straight uh, up hero. David Chase or possibly Chassie. 
Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, Alex pledged as well. Alex, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much, Alex. And Sean O'Hara. Thank you, Sean. Yes, we appreciate your help very much. Uh, Thanks, everybody. So, real quick update for uh, Patreon. We've talked about the the enamel pins that we're going to have made for people at the uh-huh. $15 level or above. Katie Donnelly, who's been a guest on the show, is going to design them. Uh, and she's going to be working on that design after Emerald City. So, the design will be in in March, and we'll probably have those uh, enamel pins out by the end of March or probably the early April. Uh, but I know what the design's going to be. And I'm, I, should I talk, should I reveal it? No. I will. No. Can you do it and then we can cut it? Because I want to know. <laughs> you can tell us afterwards. Okay. okay I don't want to forget. Maybe, maybe Jake can, maybe Jake can censor this. Uh, but okay. it's going to be. <gasps> yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, can you <laughs> that leave in that reaction so everybody knows that, uh, that this is going to be <laughs> legit Sailor Business Good Times. Yes. Oh, that's exciting. And uh, with that, thank you to all of our Patreon backers. Uh, again, thank you for supporting the show. And our next milestone goal is the the Xena Business Mini Episodes at 750 a month. Uh, so it would be super awesome if we could go there because we've already got our first episode picked out. <laughs> and and wait, again, for... it is for adults. Wait, oh, for wh- goodness. our first episode of... Of, of the, the mini episode of Xena. Wait, which one are we doing again? The Saddle. Oh, fuck, right. <laughs> Sorry. So with that, I think it is time for us to talk about Sailor Moon R the movie, The Promise of the Rose. If you guys aren't dancing in your seats right now, I don't want to fucking know you at all. For real. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. So, Jordan dragging us back to the no fun zone. (laughs) I want to get to the movie. It's a good movie. He wants to get to the moon zone. Sure, sure. There's a lot to talk about. I have a lot to argue with you about, about this opening scene, especially. You already know you're going to have a fight with us about it? Well, with Chris. Oh. Uh, okay. Um, well, f- first things, it actually starts, Chris, with your, uh, with your summary. And you might as well do it, since they do it right there. I was, I, like, clapped in the theater, and I was the only one. <laughs> because I was so excited. In the dub, though, she doesn't say what her blood type is. And I was like, how no. the fuck are we supposed to know? Like, shit! <laughs> like, what if she needs a transfusion throughout the next hour of this movie, and we don't know what her blood type is? What do we fucking do? So, uh... This episode opens with a, a, a quick introduction to Sailor Moon, in case you don't know about her. In case you don't know that her name is Usagi Sakino, she's a cancer, her blood type is O, and she's 14 <laughs> years old. And she's secretly the pretty guardian known as Sailor Moon. And she has been joined in her fight against the forces of evil by her friends. There's the kind-hearted girl genius Ami Mizuno. There's the hot-headed psychic uh, Reihino. There's the powerful girl in love uh, Makoto Kino. And there's the block of wood. Uh, <laughs> and each of them is respectively Sailor's Mercury, Sailor... Mars, Venus, Venus, Venus. <laughs> well, that's the last one. Jupiter, then Venus. Yes. No, I was I was doing the song. One thing I noticed I know. Though, in this intro, though, the um, the scouts are all showing shown doing very productive things. Like Ami is studying, Ray's doing her chores, she's sweeping the temple. Um, it's funny. It's like this is Ray. She's a bitch, but she's my friend. Like it was. Everyone's like. <laughs> my friend amy this is ray she's got a temper 
but I guess she's my friend too. And so she's cook, she's sweeping. Lita's cooking, and then Mina's just holding the cats. Like, holding she's not, the cats. She's yeah. like useless. Like the cats can walk. They don't need to be held. It's also funny to me that uh, each of them, when they introduce each of them, they they both they all snap their backs in half. <laughs> What? They do that thing where they're they're facing away from the camera and then they whip around their their <laughs> their, their their tops so so quickly it's like crack. <laughs> well, it's it's what Sailor Moon used to do in the original Eye Catch. Yeah, I remember. Like, I remember the spotlight, and then she does the turn. But now we get to see everybody do it, which we never got to see on the show, which is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it just I picture their spines shattering every single time. <laughs> it's like when people that crack. violently, Jordan. <laughs> That's like when people are like popping their muscles and like their bones in public and they're just like, yes. and I'm yes, like, no, what are you doing least, in yeah, front of me? Crack, crack, crack. I hate that. <laughs> Do that someplace private. So then the, uh, the, sh- the movie kicks off with the Sailor Moon theme song do, 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 being do, played do, over do, 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 do. a new scene. Uh, Very it's, it's... interesting. No. You know, you know <laughs> yeah. what I would love is if somebody would like talk about that theme song and do like a deep dive for like 40 minutes. Oh, well, uh, it's funny you mention it because we did that and uh, we'll probably release it between these two episodes, I would think. Yeah. Did we mm. did we do did we do that as our first ever uh, Sailor TV business? Uh, Patreon supported uh. mini episode? Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, 40, we did. 40 minutes? Well, probably like it's 30, a complicated 40 minutes, song, yeah. Allie. It's got I a lot know. going on. It's complicated. It's long. It's really, it's a real loaded. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So now we cut to the scouts are riding a bus. Uh, it's our five scouts uh, along with Mamoru Chiba and Chibiusa. And Chibiusa is getting her face shoved into Usagi's crotch by Usagi yes, herself. That does happen, like, but it's not right off the bat. dirty. It's not dirty. I hope not. not. I hope she keeps it clean. Sorry. 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 See, this is is what I have to deal with on every episode of Sorry. It just came out. I'm sorry. I knew that was coming. Sorry. Now, Chris, this is where I anticipate the fight. Okay. Because I think my prediction is you're going to say, oh, notice that Amy and Lita are sitting in the bus together. (laughs) Miracle romance. (laughs) And so our canon couple. Uh, Minako and Ray also sitting together. But here's the thing about that. Do I admit that that happened? Yes, of course. But here's the deal. There's only four Sailor Scouts. If you but... ship any combination of those Sailor Scouts, you, there's a shot in this opening that is shows it. Any combination. If you're like, oh, no, really, it's Lita and Venus. There's a shot later where they're hanging out together on a hill, like lounging around together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like they're all friends. But like yes, they're exactly. They're all friends, yes. But they're also like 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 two couples. So wow. like, you know. <laughs> I'm saying I don't buy that. Uh it was it was really you know, okay, here's the thing. Uh I did a convention last weekend, and after the convention, uh we we went out and grabbed like hot dogs uh at this place called JJ's Red Hots in Charlotte, which is everybody should go to because it's awesome. Uh, and I sat down, like, Chad was there, and uh, Chad and I sat down at the table first, so I sat opposite Chad. And then Aiden came to the table and sat next to Chad, and it was very weird. It was very disconcerting. Sure. So, you know, I, I feel like it's whoever you see sitting next to each other the most. And it's, no. look who we're seeing sitting next to each other here. Very interesting. <sighs> it's just no. a bus. 
They're friends. They're sitting where they bus. want. Yes, they're friends. Plus, in Japanese culture, it's like really inappropriate to show PDA. So it's not like they're going to fucking do anything on a public bus. <laughs> yeah, so they have to be subtle about it. They have to just, you know, like, you know, yeah. like, like take the opportunities as they come, like a long car ride where you can sit next to your sweetheart. In public, in front of, surrounded by 50 other strangers who could see you at any minute. Yeah, and then if, and then if anybody says anything, you're just like, oh, no, no, we're just on a group. We're just on a group date. That's all. But that's still, so, you're not allowed to show it. Yeah, but again, Chris, I'm talking about the, then later in the thing, they split up and they're not with those couples anymore. And it's just, it's just, if you look for the pattern, you're going to find it. That's how it is. Yeah, well, well, look, Jordan, you and I spend a couple hours together every, every like we spend at least like two hours together every week. Wait, if you uh, look for the mean pattern. That, like, you're not still in love with Devin. If you look for the pattern, you'll find it. That's what a scientist is. Their job is to look for patterns, and then they find the patterns, and then they write up. Like that's that's you can't. That's a, no, no. A I'm talking about if you look for. A, no, no. I'm saying you're talking you, about confirmation it, bias. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Fine. But like, it's fine. I'm saying if, 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 if you go if, in, if going, going fact, this is what we're looking for. Yeah, looking yeah. for thing. Uh-huh. Tell you, tell you uh huh. Tell you what. Tell you a couple I don't like seeing though. Okay. What? That's Maru and Asagi, uh, who are spending <laughs> a little time together. In this, this is this is a garden, right? It's like some kind of big flower garden. Yeah, yeah big botanical. Yeah, but big flower garden. <laughs> it's a botanical garden that they've taken a day trip to. Yeah, mm-hmm. like which is weird because like it, it seems like the kind of place that you would go on like a school trip, especially if it's all all these teens. But then mm-hmm. their their forty seven year old chaperone is there waiting for them. No, and their child for their five hundred year old daughter and their five hundred year old child from the future. <laughs> oh, which actually is an important point. To talk about. When does this take place? Okay. If I remember correctly, it's not necessarily possible. Or maybe the only place I could think that maybe it takes place is in the middle of the last episode of Sailor Moon R. Or the second to last because of that terrible fucking future clip clip episode. Okay. Right? Because in this episode, Mamoru and Yusaki are back together Mm -hmm. and Chibi knows that they're Sailor Scouts. Right. That's true. Would they have time to have gone to a flower garden, though? Like, in the context I mean, no. of the story? <laughs> not, not really. It's, it seemed like they, they, they beat the bad guys and then sent her home right afterwards. Right. But that's the only explanation I can think of, right? I mean, I I've, got a, I've got a pretty good explanation. What's that? It's a made-up fake story. <laughs> Chris, you have to take it seriously. <laughs> or... What are we even doing here? <laughs> okay, that's a fair point. Uh, but before we see them uh, interacting at the uh, at, at the botanical gardens, we get a little bit of a flashback. Yep. To what might actually be the true miracle romance of this movie: <laughs> Darian no. and his boyfriend. Uh, yeah. Darian and his Darian alien and his boyfriend. One million percent boyfriend. <laughs> So they're on this little boy runs up to a roof to give his friend Fiori a rose. And every time I was writing Fiori in my notes, I kept writing Fieri, like Guy Fieri, and kept having to change it for like the first half of this movie. That would and definitely he, change this movie a lot if fucking <laughs> Guy Fieri came back from space and he was like, Yeah, donkey sauce. <laughs> no, it's it's Calm Fiore. Oh god. Um, but no, he gives the rose to this boy, and he was like I'll give you a flower one day, Darian. And then he disappears and Darian's like, you're like, wow, it's child Darian. And he's crying and he's like, oh, don't go. And then in his two big pajamas, which I like a lot. 
It's like, like hospital his, pajamas. His David Byrne pajamas. <laughs> yeah! Like, smaller. David <laughs> Byrne pajamas! <laughs> there's like, I love this because there's nobody in the frame for him to be in scale with. So that you can mm-hmm. tell he's a child. So they just like make his head really big and then make his pajamas too big. <laughs> and that's how you can tell. Yeah. He also has the, I'm a little kid voice. Yes. Which also helps. Does he sound like a New Zealand <laughs> child? Zener, take this rose. (laughs) Basically, because the kid is going like, don't forget me, don't forget me. And then we cut back to the present where Darian slash Mamoru is remembering and going like, and then Usagi's like, yeah, those are called forget me nots. It's like, okay. In the English dub, she's like, yeah, forget me nots. They mean true love in the language of flowers. Just a bunch of flowers. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Quick shout out to the best uh, Sailor Moon voice being the voice for the movies. Um, I've just forgotten her name because I'm an idiot. Terry Hawks. <laughs> Terry Hawks is back. Yes, and Your I'm favorite. so happy because she's the best. She's my favorite. favorite, but I, I think of her as Sailor Moon. So <laughs> she stands for love and justice. That's a pretty decent impression. Thank you. <laughs> what was that? My real voice. <laughs> so you can see how hard it is for me to sound like a normal person. So, uh, and then we get what I think is kind of a cute scene. Mm. Oh, it's really <laughs> sweet. Like what I was talking about earlier with uh, Japanese culture really frowning on PDA. Oh, so, really? I mean, yeah. I guess that makes more sense. I thought I thought they, they, this was them finally admitting what Chris is alluding to all along and that it's terrible for a grown man to be kissing a child. <laughs> I mean, that is also terrible. That is, but, but Ray specifically says, like, you know, in, in, a, in a place like in public, in broad daylight, that this should happen. Yeah. Usagi turns to him and just closes her eyes and puckers up and just keeps her face pointed up at him for like five minutes. <laughs> because Darian is like looking all around. He's like peering yes. through the flowers. He's like, oh, I hope nobody's here so I can kiss my girlfriend. Because yeah, he he, if anyone was there, he would not be able to kiss her. It would really be inappropriate and offensive. So paranoid. And then little does he know, he's almost about to kiss her. <laughs> well, sure. But uh, Chibi and Ray and basically all the scouts are secretly in the next aisle, peering through the plants, scandalized by the fact that they're about to kiss. Mm-hmm. And Amy is pretty adorable. Amy, Amy gets so much shame. Amy gets more personality in this scene than Venus has gotten for the entire series of the four. It's really cute. Amy's really uncomfortable. She's like, guys, this is really inappropriate. We need to like, we shouldn't be spying on them. This is not fair. And then Lita says, Amy, you always bail when the best part's coming. And I'm like, cookbook. Oh, that's, that reveals oh, so much. Dirty. Dirty. Because like, Amy is like turned away dramatically, like doubled over being like, this is bad. We can't watch this. And then like, and then, like oh, but they're about to kiss. And Amy like immediately goes back to like watching. It's like really, really good. Um, a couple of things I want to talk about with this scene. Okay. Uh, first of all, super cute outfits, uh, movie exclusives. Amy's uh, like the best dressed in this scene for like the first and only time ever. She looks Ami- adorable. She's wearing yeah. a, a yellow shirt with a red necktie, Hulkamania colors, and then like a blue pleated <laughs> skirt. It's super, super cute. I love that outfit. Mm-hmm. Best dressed first. Uh, Ray's got on this this kind of like, I guess it's a like a purple skater dress over a well, like a yellow shirt, maybe. Well, Ray is is wearing a matching outfit for Mamoru. Wait, did somebody say figure skating? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
Ray and Mamoru are wearing the exact same uh, purple or like grape and mustard combo. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. They are. Isn't Lita? Isn't Mina wearing like an apron over her clothes? Really? Something like an over. Or am I thinking of another scene? But like, there's definitely like an it's, overall. Well, it's, it's, it's tied in the in the back with a big bow, but I don't think it's an apron. I think it's just the style of of dress she's wearing. Okay. But it does look like an apron. It's it's still pretty cute. Uh, good outfits. Mm-hmm. Second thing I want to talk about was uh, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Were you excited to have uh, Chibusa back? No. Because <laughs> you know, we're be... never gonna see her again. Is the thing like she's gone uh... now? Like we're never ever gonna see her back again. So this is our last Chris. chance to see Chibusa. Chris, I I've got some really bad news for you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to hear it. <laughs> just keep telling yourself that you'll never see her again and. Just live, you know what? Just let it, let it go. Oh, I mean, she does shit in this. We'll be talking about some shit she does in this episode that is super fun. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> so, so anyway, she should in, be in jail. In, right, <laughs> so right now, they literally uh, Chibi starts making noise, and they have to wrestle Chibi to the ground to stop her from giving them away. But he does; she does give them away, and she's also Usagi wearing a, still- a shaped backpack that reacts to things yep. like the. Oh. <laughs> That's adorable. I have a question uh, about what happens in this scene, though. Which part? Well, well, part. well, let me just say okay. that Usagi keeps her eyes closed. Again, she's she's been there for like five minutes going, someday he's going to kiss me. <laughs> Mamoru literally takes his hands off her, puts them up like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> you can't prove anything. And then backs out of the scene. <laughs> no. Okay, and then she's still puckering. Her lips yep. are like, meow, meow, meow. And then there's a caterpillar that creeps up to her lips, and she feels the fuzz from it. And she's like, what the fuck? And it's all of the scouts and Chibiusa holding a stick with a leaf and a caterpillar on it. And she's like, you guys! And it's really, it's like, I almost kissed that. Ugh. But, but my question... scrambles away on her butt, yes. So my question is... So we have Darian looking through, making sure no one's there. And then all of the girls that are watching are like, oh, Serena's getting kissed. But then we see Darian run away and Serena appears to be waiting for the kiss that never comes. But like, does he kiss her once and then wait? And then he doesn't kiss her at all? No, that's what I'm saying. He's just sat there like he put his hands on her shoulders. So she's like, any second now, (laughs) any moment. We will be kissing. As we have done multiple times before, this is not new. Okay. So never been kissed. Okay. No, no. she. That's what I'm saying. They've been kissed. She's, she's kissed him. But never in the Flower Botanical Garden in that's public true. before. Never sober. <laughs> that is false. <laughs> false. <laughs> this is also the they first mean, the first of what I'm going to go ahead and say are several kind of unnecessary obscure shots that we're going to get over the course of Sailor Moon are the movie oh, The Promise oh. of the Rose. Plenty. Oh Plenty. This title by the way reminds me of um The Princess Diaries. Do you remember the scene when she's trying to get her car to go up the hill and it's an old car and it's a stick shift and she's like trying to shift up the hill but it doesn't work and then the car slides back and crashes into the San Francisco tram car and like oh no and then the police are like we've got to take you down to the station and then the Queen of Genovia fucking Clarice Rinaldi her grandmother played by Julia Andrews is like you are such brave officers I'm going to impart the special honor to you 
you both. The uh, the Order of the Rose. And they're all like, ooh, ah. And then she gets out of jail because her grandma makes up an honor for these like dipshit, stupid police officers. And I kept thinking this episode was called The Order of the Rose. And I kept hearing Julie Andrews in my head, The Order of the Rose. <laughs> You guys remember uh, that I scene? definitely agree that, that kissing memory was like sliding backwards into a car crash. Because <laughs> it's illegal? She didn't get to kiss him. Everybody goes outside <laughs> and it is suddenly raining rose petals. The skies have turned black and there is a rain of rose petals. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And Darian's like, oh, how weird. Like, he's never seen anything weird before in his life. Like, this is really the weirdest thing he's ever seen in his career as Tuxedo Mask. Like, oh, flower petals falling from the sky. How strange. Yeah, I like how nobody is, like, immediately, like, oh, this is super fucked up. We're about to, like, Usagi's like, yeah, awesome, rose petals. And not like, oh, we're about to have to fight a monster. What? Flowers can't hurt you. (laughs) They literally (laughs) fought flower monsters before. They literally, like, they literally just finished fighting an evil tree. (laughs) That was ages ago. What are the odds that another creature, much like those tree aliens, would be back around again? Tree aliens. (laughs) So yeah, who should show up? But it's a fucking grown-up feel. A handsome boy? (laughs) Except it is a handsome boy, except it might not be. Well, (gasps) I feel like it would be like... You know how every time Lita sees someone, she's like, oh, reminds me of my ex-boyfriend. Reminds me of my old boyfriend. He looks just like my ex-boyfriend. So now it's Darian's turn to like, just like my ex-boyfriend. <gasps> hey there, be? Memoru. It's uh, me. I'm back. Uh, I'm going to say something. And Jordan, I think you're going to you're gonna uh, argue with me on this point, too. <laughs> Instigating. Surely to God almighty, you will not argue that there is a lot of subtext about Darian and Fiore, right? (laughs) No, 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 I won't argue with that. That's a fact. Clearly boyfriends. Well, okay, that's the step that I wouldn't necessarily take um, for two reasons. One is I don't know that I believe that Darian was in love with Fiore. That's that's fair, but Fiore's clearly in love with Darian. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh-huh. There's no question. None. And then the other reason I would say they weren't. But why would he give him a rose if he. Well, because he's his friend. A rose. I've never. But that's the other reason. They're so young. I don't think any shenanigans went on. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I do think. They I shared guess, a bed. Yes, we do see them in bed together. <laughs> yes, we, yes like, we. I shared lots of beds with lots of boys when I was a child, and it was a face wholly to face? innocent thing. Face to face, eyes to eyes, we staring yes. into each other's if, eyes. Okay. If it was if it was nighttime and we were talking, yes. I'm not trying to shame you. I'm just trying to understand. No, I know. I'm t- did you never have a sleepover with a girl where you were face to face? Yeah. Well, because you were talking. A, yeah, of course. I'm just being a hypocrite. Don't talk to me. Okay. Don't turn this <laughs> around on me. So, there's a lot of subtext here, is what I'm saying. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, undeniable, undeniable. So you know who Fiore looks like when he is in his human form. Yeah, oh yeah, we didn't Who? get to... we. Oh, his human form. We'll talk about that in a minute, but in his human form, uh, I, I call him Emotoki. What? Because he looks like Emo Motoki. No, he... He's, he looks like Motoki, but with hair over his... with bangs. He looks like... <laughs> first of all, actually, I disagree for two reasons. One is, th- the only reason I think you're saying that is in the sense that everybody looks like everybody in the show. But he specifically doesn't <laughs> look like Motoki because he has the quote-unquote foreigner eyes 
of Alan and Anne. Yeah, but you can't. You can't. Uh, Matoki doesn't have those. Matoki has has giant though. anime eyes. You can't see his eyes though because he has uh, because he has banks over his eyes. So uh, you can see his eyes. I'm looking at them. Yeah, but like when <laughs> like normally you just see his uh, you you just see his hair. What I'm getting at is that Darian mm. has a type. No, you're 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 stretching. You're stretching. Because we know that Darian and Motoki dated. We know that, that Darian and Andrew are one million percent ex-boyfriends. No, we know that apparently Darian hypnotized him, but then other people defended him saying that was when he was evil, so it's different. Yeah, but we also know they used to be boyfriends. Like, we also we don't one million percent know that. We don't know that. And I'm looking at a picture of Motoki next to a picture of Fiori, and they don't even look alike. Mm, okay, if you say so. Motoki is... Much friendlier. He has a he has a shorter face. He has much bigger eyes. He's got a cuter nose. Yeah, he dated Darian when they were teenagers. You know, like oh. there's, there's a lot of differences there. False, 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 false. So Fiori shows up false and he's lies. like in his pleated pants and his extremely loose, tucked in shirt, and he's like with mm. no collar. Long time no mm. see. And Darian's been sniffing too many forget-me-nots because he's like, huh? Who were you? Who is this man? He's like, I've returned with the flower for you that I promised. And Darian's like, huh? What? Um, I don't remember. And then he's like, remember, I'm back with the flower. And then Usagi goes, okay, you're done. Yep. I need my pumpkin to myself now. Ta-ta, strangeoid. Pumpkin. Fiori takes memory's hand and doesn't like shake his hand like this is a this is clearly like you know run away with me like this is like he takes his hand as a lover come away with me it's a very sensitive hand grasp (laughs) um then after being told off by isagi who says i want my boyfriend back you're done he just takes his fucking hand plants it on her chest and shoves her over into the ground and all the scouts go no like, because again, at this point, we're not dealing with monsters and sailor scouts. We're dealing with a 14-year-old girl getting pushed to the ground by a dude. By an adult. Like, Whoa. By an adult well, man. Well, we don't know well, how well, at least her exactly. boyfriend and sworn protector is there to do something about, oh, no, wait, no, no, he does nothing. <laughs> he is a useless piece of shit. Well, he's shocked as well. Right. He runs over to her and helps her up, I think. Yeah, but he should be punching Fiori in the face. Uh-huh. Well, that's that's Jupiter's job because she's the one who is like, "Hey, come here, I'll fucking kick your ass." Yeah, that's why <laughs> Jupiter would be a better uh, a better lover. But Jupiter is unfortunately uh, already engaged. No, just to the memory of her ex boyfriend. To Ami Mizuno, the kind hearted girl genius. Oh, uh, okay. My ex boyfriend, Gary, or whatever, Greg, or fucking Greg, or something. Yeah, Greg is uh, is Amy's boyfriend. Anyway. And Gabrielle's husband for a moment. <laughs> They're all great. Memor is so, nothing but a fucking Greg. The biggest Greg of them all. <laughs> Fiori uses um uses uh the same teleport mechanism as uh who was it? Um Zoicide, right? Yeah. Mm. Just vanishes in a swarm petal of uh, cherry blossoms. Rose petals. And he disappears. Well I guess it's I, I guess it's rose petals for Fiori, it was cherry blossoms for Zoicide. I know it's rose petals because they say Rose petals again after he goes away. <laughs> So weird. Mm. So he's gone. Also, also, I love that the I love that his his sinister presence also turns off the fountain for some reason. <laughs> Maybe it stops time. Yeah, yeah. Like the fountain, but no, the fountain doesn't freeze in air. It like just goes like shh and like stops flowing. 
He jams and then it after up with he leaves, it starts back up again. It gets all Weird. like it gets congested, and someone's got to go in with like a little scooper, like when you clean a pool, <laughs> like the filter's clogged. So back at the Hikawa Shrine, uh, they've they've gotten some food from Pizza La, which is a <laughs> mystical land that I wish we could all go to. Uh, and they're watching a news <laughs> report so about how there's an asteroid that is uh, headed towards. They call it a rogue planet. <laughs> In in the dub, yeah, yeah, just some planet. It's an asteroid. It's just an asteroid, okay. uh, but it's not gonna it's not gonna collide with the Earth. It's gonna be two point five million kilometers away. Uh, so or twenty five no million miles away. Is that what they said in the dub? Yeah, it was like twenty five million miles away. Well, We're I believe, fine. I believe one mile is equal to or or one kilometer is equal to ten miles. Is that right? Is that is that correct? No, it's like a third. It's like three kilometers is one mile. Or three miles is one. No, three three. I'm Canadian. I should know this, but I, don't. I mean, guys, I, know, guys, I know it's guys. not. I know that's not what it is. Also, guys, there's way more important things happening. A cat is using a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Artemis is using a computer with his little cute cat paw on the little computer mouse, and he's moving it around and clicking things. It's adorable. Oh, Ray's also wearing a choker that I've seen people wear right now. The one where you like double wrap it and you tie it in a bow in the front. She like, that's literally the trend in 2017. Oh shit. Yeah. She's so current. Well, she is a psychic. She probably, she is prescient and can see the future. So. And uh, we get a little better look at the outfits too. And, and uh, Makoto's not wearing an apron. She's wearing like a vest that's tied around back as in a bow, which is like super, super cute. No, I thought, I think she said Mina is wearing an apron. Oh, was Mina wearing an apron? Yeah, Mina was wearing the apron. She Mina kind was of wearing is, the apron. yeah. She's wearing a long skirt. Lita's wearing the vest. It's a, I don't think it's, it's an apron. I think it's a, it, I think it's a, a, a skirt like a, a that pinafore. has a front part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a pinafore. Is that what that's called? I'll take your word for yeah. it. So they start talking about this uh, asteroid, and they're like, oh yeah, this is like super fucked up, because it doesn't look like a rock. It looks like it might be a this plant. Part. And they don't mention, hey, it looks like it has big fucking wing spikes coming off of it in a way that is super not a natural formation. Clearly, something has made this in uh-huh. some way. No, we're not going to mention that? Okay, it also like It also looks exactly like a seed. Sure. Yeah. Mina was, they're all speculating what it's for, what it wants to do. And Mina's like, maybe it's coming to make friends. And everyone's like, Mina, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, Makoto goes, like when, when Artemis is like using this old ass Apple IIe to do deep space scans, because whatever. M- Makoto goes like, oh, maybe, you know, it's, it's really big. So maybe there's just some algae growing on the surface. And it's like, oh, yeah, that would be the biggest scientific discovery of all time, by the way. Right, right. Right, like. A new planet. Artemis literally said, like, again, fucking NASA or Japanese space program, whatever the, they are called. I do not know the answer. Is, <laughs> sure. No, no that's, that's legit. It's J-A-X-A. JAXA. Uh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. So they're sitting there going, like, here, oh, we've reported on the news. Here it is. And then, yeah, like you said, Artemis with this fucking computer is going, oh, well, I've scanned it, too. And here's what I got. It's getting – I'm getting plant readings, which is like, What? How this thing that is millions of miles away and you are getting plant readings, whatever the fuck that is. Do you think they've sent the uh, Luna P into space to like get the readings <laughs> from it? Like, do you think that's sure? I mean, that it's a magical floating cat head with technology that can and can turn into things. Um, it's probably their satellite. Like, that's how they're getting their info. But you're absolutely right, Chris. Yes. If there was plant life on an asteroid, that would be 
it's huge. Yeah, the guy on the news wouldn't be like, hey, don't worry, it's not going to hit Earth, but get out your telescopes, maybe you can see it. He'd be like, hey, extraterrestrial life exists. Yeah. Which would not be, like, huge news to these children. (laughs) (laughs) But also, like... Also, this is Sailor Moon R. Chibiusa is there, which means this is one million percent post Alan and Anne. When they're like, "Oh yeah, there's a weird seed-shaped asteroid coming to Earth covered in plant matter," everybody should be like, "Oh, it's probably a bad guy. Like, it's, it's, it's probably another doom tree." It's probably Alan and Anne's parents, friends, cousin, backup, like any number of things coming to kill us. We should definitely be worried, but they're all too busy, like daydreaming about boys and then serena's like i wonder what darian's secret is why won't he she's like she's like collapsed under the table with the pizza on it and she's like what is he keeping from me i wish i knew and then the cats are like uh do you guys want to pay attention to the planet and they're like no boys well the i I love that the way these scenes are cut is like usagi just has not gotten up since fiore shoved her they just like carried her and set her down on the ground when they got back home uh-huh. Like, if we could have seen the ride home, it would have been on a bus with Usagi, like, collapsed in the center. Just sad. Cause, <laughs> because she got shoved to the ground, and then her boyfriend uh, slash uh, past lover slash future lover slash destined moon lover slash protector was like, I gotta go. And he never spoke to her again, for all she knows. This could be the end of their relationship, Aww. and she'd never know Aww. why. Yeah, uh, this is where um, uh, they're talking about this. And Avi... Literally sipping tea, just goes. Memory seems to be popular with men, <laughs> and then everybody freaks out because they think Ami is a fujoshi. Of a what? Yeah, they call her a perv. They literally call her a perv. Oh my god! <laughs> a fujoshi they, they or can... or rotten woman. Oh, I thought it was someone who reads like shoju and yaoi manga. It's a shipper. Manga. It's it's a yaoi shipper. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, yeah, like 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 Chris is with uh, with Memoru and Matoki. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. So then we have a flashback to a time when Usagi and Mamoru were sitting alone on his bed together, uh, talking about his dead parents. And, and Usagi is right. wearing what is essentially like player two version of her school uniform because it looks exactly like a <laughs> uniform, but it's pink. And well, right. except longer skirt, much longer skirt. Yeah. But he's she's like, oh, you must have been really lonely. And he and he's like, yeah, I was. I feel like I was waiting to meet you though. And now that I've got you, I'm not lonely anymore. In the dub, she asks him, you must have been so lonely. Didn't you have friends? And he says, now I do, (laughs) implying that she is literally his only friend. And he spent his entire life just waiting alone by himself, maladjusted to society because he was just he's like like the baby, like Jeannie, the baby who was kept in the dark and never loved or held or touched. And now she's feral. Like that was him until he met Usagi. Given the. Uh the dialogue changes. I'm surprised that like Usagi or Serena isn't like, wow, you must have been a total lone Lloyd. <laughs> lone Lloyd. Lone Love Lloyd. It. <laughs> Love it. Oh my god, I'm a lone Lloyd. That's like, well not That's now. So sad. No, oh, good. I, I, I don't, us. Yeah, you're you're my only friends. <laughs> I have not... your real family. <laughs> when I emailed you guys last year, I was in a very dark place. Like, I don't have any friends. Can I be on your podcast? <laughs> No. So, cut to outside where a uh, a single plant seed is drifting on the wind. It's got you know one of those like uh, it, the, the, it's like a the the puffiness. Piston. It's a, a daffodil, like a huh. daffodil seed. Yeah. So it's drifting on the wind, floating all around Tokyo, and 
Coincidentally, thankfully for it, I should say, it lands perfectly into a small patch of land and grows. First of all, it's glowing, which is kind mm-hmm. of cool, and mm-hmm. grows immediately into a lovely flower. The mm-hmm. end. Nothing bad will come of that. Yeah. It's it's actually lovely, but it's kind of pink and pointy, and you're like, oh, why, why is it jagged? And no one answers you right away. <laughs> no one answers you. Yeah, it's so weird. I asked the movie a direct question, and it didn't say anything. The movie just said, wait, bitch. <laughs> wow. Harsh. Keep watching. I know. Also, Tokyo, terrible. the streets of Tokyo are once again completely abandoned. <laughs> oh, but not the it's... next morning they're not. Not the next morning. Mm. There's five people walking around. <laughs> the next morning. Well, the girls are walking around. Mm. Uh, they're on their way to school. There's an exchange where um, Rini thanks or Chibusa thanks Lita for the lunch, and then Lita, like that she cooked for her because she's holding a little parcel. And Lita says, "You love your pizza, don't you, Rini?" Ha ha ha! But like they ordered pizza last night. Lita didn't <laughs> cook it. Like, or did she cook pizza the next day? In the dub, she cooked Rini lunch, but they don't say that it's pizza. <laughs> so this is so confusing. Like, it's did a they weird order? Thing. Did they order pizza and that the next delivery. day give her left? It's a box that was of pizza. Makoto's. DiGiorno. <laughs> it did look like a DiGiorno pizza, but it was a box that must have been delivered somehow. Yeah. Um, but like, did Lita cook pizza in the next, the, like the next morning, another pizza like that she made herself for lunch the next, like who I'm, can, I don't, I don't, there's so many possibilities. Or and it she matter. just lied to the child. <laughs> Why would she do that? Yeah, I made that myself. I would kid. lie to Chibius at every opportunity if I had it. Uh, so Ray senses evil. Ray feels something. Yeah. Ray, Ray uses her uh, quarter monster powers to sense evil. A strange aura. And they start fucking booking down the street. Like full on running. Which is great because Artemis is still loosely draped over Minako's shoulders. And Luna over over and, and, Amy's. And Luna over Amis. And and they're just like they don't even seem like they're hanging on. They're just like just there as they run, which is great. They're not oh, absolutely. Themselves. Yeah, the cats are like, hurry, let's go. <laughs> I'll just lounge here. But you run fast. <laughs> and then Chibiusa, because she's too small, immediately falls over and is like, I can't believe you guys left without me. Pavement. It's hilarious. <laughs> but you're right there is no one around at this point they pass no one on the street until they get to the street where the flower bloomed where there's a ton of people passed out all over the place Mm, just dead in the street like no i guess i should i should clarify when i say a ton i mean like maybe 20 not the like 300 that you see in movies when you see tokyo you know (laughs) so they're they're doing readings and ami says that their energy's all been sapped and luna says sailors be super alert and then everybody immediately turns their head dramatically to show that they're looking around and that they're alert like there's this there's this this scene in sex in the city when um carrie samantha and miranda go to a bar that steve brady has opened himself and it's the opening of the bar and they're so excited and carrie just found out that her ex-boyfriend the love of her life aiden shaw is going to be there and she's like all right ladies we've got to we've got to find aiden you've got to keep a lookout for him and then because miranda is oblivious and samantha's in a neck brace because she's 
she sprained her back when she was getting fucked with a vibrator from her girlfriend who she dumped because it wasn't working. And so she's like, they're really physically impaired. And so they're like looking around, like physically just like obvious, like the most obvious thing in the world. And, and Carrie's like, yeah, stealth. Thanks bitches. <laughs> it's kind of like that. I, I, I cannot get over this cat thing. I'm sorry. It's just oh. <laughs> the cutest, most adorable thing in the world because the cats are taking everything very seriously, but they look so relaxed <laughs> they're just like i'm not gonna tense any muscles i'm just gonna chill but i'm like listen i'm paying attention i'm looking i'm checking everything out but i just am so draped over it's adorable well freeing your body from tension opens you to alertness in your own surroundings oh. so it is a benefit there's some yeah they, they just got back from some reiki healing <laughs> <laughs> so, they were being rolfed so they were, <laughs> they were some rolfing <laughs> they, they run over to the street uh, and it's essentially full of zombies. It's a it's it's a zombie. They turn into yeah. they start out as just passed There's out people, people laying on the ground with a deathly pallor. Uh, and then mm-hmm. they, they rise up as zombies. But first, like Minako uh, goes to like check on one and he like grabs her ankle and like tries to pull her in the air upside down. Uh, and she calls him a pervert and then does a fucking yep. guile from Street Fighter flash kick on his ass, which is rad as yep. hell. It was a really good move. And I love it because this goes into what we were just recently talking about with the dig and flip, right? Hmm? Uh, Allison, I don't know if you heard that episode, but Jordan and I had an extensive conversation about uh, Minako's volleyball moves. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, the now dig and flip. Okay. Yeah. I remember. And so, like, Minako is, like, super, like... Again, we have a really great example of Minako being, like, super athletic and, and able to, like, bust right. out awesome gymnastics all the time. But I love th- I love this yeah. flash kick she does. Because it's, like, you get a shot of her face and, like, because she's like, oh, no! And then she's like, yeah, not today, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, super competent of her and I was really impressed. Yeah, that's, that's that Minako shit that I want in this show. <laughs> so all the people are covered in or, or have vines wrapped around them and you see little clusters of vines jump out onto the ones who don't have vines on them and like grab them and they're like oh the plants are controlling these people and they start attacking all of the girls mm-hmm. Lita is fucking throwing them over her shoulder like one after another boom 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 and everybody boom. else is like oh no what are we gonna do and they're getting surrounded and, and Makoto just like starts trashing dudes it's well, so then good. Ray does her human magic with the paper and she disperses yes. the well, evil her quarter monster magic. But it's she's not transformed, she's not doing a power, she's literally just like throwing her paper at them and they're like getting dispersed. Like it's working. Well she doesn't just throw paper. She like jumps off one's head, does a flip into the air, floats, throws like a hundred Ofuda at once. Like it's a, a very impressive bit of magic. Right. Don't, guys, don't forget the part where the zombies get Yusagi's nose. <laughs> also very funny. Oh, got your nose. No, give me back my nose. I got my nose. This this whole sequence is like really great. Like I really love Sailor Scouts versus Zombies. And I'm surprised that like mm-hmm. not only did I not know this was coming, but like I'm surprised that it took this long for the show to do this. It's not even Sailor Scouts. It's it's uh just teenage girls. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chibiusa shows up and the flower immediately bears teeth and grows crab. This is like the pink flower from the night before. It grows disgusting little skittery crab legs and teeth and goes after Rini. So Usagi dives at her and they dive through a glass window into an empty restaurant. And it's like, 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 oh, shit. Yeah, Usagi saves Rini. I mean, saves her 
life? I don't know. We don't know. She, whatever. Saves her energy. Was, she saves, saves her energy. Her, yeah. We also get a, an appearance from the uh, the Mercury pad. Yeah. The, oh, yeah, we do. I mean, that being said, I, I don't know if smashing through a glass window is the best choice to save someone's life. Like, you've endangered them pretty hard as well. She was human shielding her. I think Usagi took the brunt of it. Well, and none of the, neither of them get cut at all, but uh, they could have gotten cut very badly. Well, fortunately, they were on a movie set, and right. this, is, this is sugar glass. Yes, exactly. Maybe, maybe it was a cheap restaurant, and they just were cutting corners left and right, and they're like, we can't afford real glass for our windows, so let's just get some fucking sugar glass. Once we start making money, once our overhead's a little bit less, we <laughs> yeah, can buy yeah. some real glass. This is sure. just a stand-in for now. Of course. So of course. then, like any, like any starting business does, let's start with fake glass. Yeah. <laughs> Cut costs. So Go ahead. Flower turns into a... The top half is a sexy lady as so many mm-hmm. villains are, the bottom half mm-hmm. of these giant crab legs, these giant green They're crab so legs. Gross. So we've got a sexy lady with like long blue hair uh, that comes out of a rose. And she just fucking lariats Ami and Ray. Not even, not again, they're not transformed. It's not Mercury and Mars. It's fucking Ami and Ray just yeah. choke slams them into a, like uh, the steel shutters in front of a, a business that's not open yet. Hard enough to dent them. <laughs> like they are done now the next thing that happens is that uh jupiter and venus transform mm-hmm. oh and we get and this is this is apparently this is where the first appearance of the scouts transformation well, song well also Ami and ray get wrapped up in vines and then uh the the oh, monster yeah. grows a big flower on her back so she looks like what a like she looks like um junji ito's bulbasaur is essentially oh. what she looks like <laughs> ridiculous here's a here's a question though here's a question there were like 20 to 30 people lying down in the street that's what i was gonna say in time so if let's say you're the first person that this happens to and the flower jumps out and sucks you up and then down you go and you're dead walking around that's fine but if you're the second person and you turn down the street there's a body and you go oh no let me go help him the flower sucks you down you go third person comes by oh no two people are down let me help them flower sucks them down they go and maybe like three or four people build up before the person walking down the street the next person would be like uh i'm not going down the street full of dead people i'm gonna run away but no, they just keep coming. Well, we did just see five teen girls walk in to 30 people pass out on the street, and they still walked up and went, let me help. Well, yeah, but they were led there because racism is evil. Well, like, they were right. led there to do superhero shit. I think what we can infer from this, Allison, is that, like, 8 o'clock in the morning is the only time that the streets of Tokyo actually have a lot of people on them. Uh, so this all happened at once. Mm-hmm. See, I was going to say um, the fact that we just saw the, the people get freed from being the, controlled by the uh, plant. So where did all these people go? Why do they not see these two girls transform into Sailor Scouts? Because they ran away. They were scared. Immediately? Yeah. Every single one of them is such a jerk that they're like, I'm getting out of here. Those fucking 14-year-old girls can fend for themselves. Goodbye. Just goes to show how little respect people have for teenage girls. Like <laughs> like Judd Apatow tweeting the other day about how Donald Trump tweets like a 14-year-old girl. And it's like, fuck you. 14-year-old girls are funnier than you are and smarter than you are and nicer than you are and more talented than you are. Stop throwing 14-year-old girls under a bus. Wow. Or the bus. Under the bus. I don't know how to speak English anymore. What are idioms? Ugh. <laughs> Poor Judd Apatow. It's fucking 
poured, that was your takeaway from that was poor John Avatar. Fuck off, Jordan. The sun is setting on his popularity. It's okay. We we had there are funnier filmmakers. Venus and Jupiter transform, right. and we get uh like a love me chain and sparkling wide pressure, and that knocks the uh, plant monster. It it, it uh, frees Ami and Ray, and then knocks the plant monster down the street so that they have time to kind of recover them. But it doesn't take her out. Uh, it just leaves her kind of like smoking a little bit in the street, and she's like, "Yeah, what's up? Gonna take more than that?" Which you should know because there's only one person who ever finishes these monsters. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, why they're surprised. It's still alive. Maybe there's like a. Maybe they they fight a lot of monsters that are really easy to kill, and we just don't see those because it's like five minutes and they're done. Maybe. Uh, maybe they're surprised because maybe, maybe this is actually the manga characters showing up in a movie, and <laughs> Makoto's like, "Yeah, well, it's weird because I totally murdered Jedi with that." <laughs> Wait, can can I go back to the transformation scene for a second? course um so we get their full transformation songs and it's great but i've watched sailor moon i watched the deke dub and then i watched um the viz dub for the later episodes and i've watched some i haven't really watched it in japanese and the way that the transformations would work in america and in canada is that the bodies would be all like sparkly so you wouldn't really they would you'd see the shape of their body but that's about it and these transformations, you see the it, their skin color, and it's the outlines of breasts and the little V shapes of their vaginas, and then not once their vaginas. The the well the cr- okay yeah, their crotches. Yes, yes the cr- are wait are these transformation sequences different yeah, than the regular ones? They are because the um, bodies aren't glittering. No. Well, no, listen because. You know what I mean with the... I know, I know what you're talking about. Well, anyway, there were, and then when the skirts start outlining their bodies, the skirt flips up and it's an upskirt, but then you see their butt crack. And like, like okay, butts no, are... No, but, no. It, like last, like last it, night... It's what? because you watched the the, the, the censored versions. They, yeah. They, we, we talked about that extensively on Jupiter's first episode, yeah. how in the Japanese you can see her butt and in the American they like erase her butt, which is weird looking actually they erase all um, of the body cur- all of the in body line but like butts are funny i laughed at a butt last night they may have also redrawn them for this because um in order to get higher quality for the movie i'm not 100 percent sure but if they did they still drew the exact same thing like that is what it looks like in the japanese version like, every time okay but like i laughed at a butt last night i was watching yuri on ice with my friend and like the butt scene happens and he stands up out of the tub and we're both just like <laughs> Even though, like, I knew it was kind of, like, butts will never not be funny to me. And so I was watching these 14-year-old girls. I'm like, why are there butt cracks? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> that's, that's, seriously, that's always been there. I've never, I like. It's always been there. Upskirt shots for me have always been, like, up the skirt goes, and then for some reason, the legs just keep going, too, so you never see the legs combine. <laughs> like... <laughs> I talked I, ages ago. I talked in the show. This might have been in like our first couple episodes, but I talked about how um, before I was watching Sailor Moon on TV, I read an article in a in a magazine called Flux, which was like which was like the the fucking like it was like Wizard, but it was for comics, video games, and heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I remember that magazine. It's it's skewed a little older, but still like very clearly directed at like teenage boys. Um, and I remember they had like a list of like anime. Because this would have been like ninety five, so like anime was just really starting to to break through, uh-huh. and that like it talked about how Sailor Moon had transformation sequences with these uh, these schoolgirls 
who were naked and then they were gradually enveloped in tight-fitting sailor costumes, which is a very creepy way to describe it, but yeah. this that's what Flux magazine was up to in 1995. Okay. And I remember like when I watched the American version, I always assumed that like the glittery like, you know, pink sparkly silhouette background versions were like American censorship and that like if I ever saw the Japanese version, they would just be straight naked. Oh no. Which is not the case at all, but like and so, like, when I finally saw the Japanese version, like, in my later teens, I was like, oh, okay, so that's just, it's just that. It's, it's, they made this sound way more scandalous. <laughs> they're, they're children. This is illegal. No, I, I know. <laughs> we would be arrested for watching this. Yeah, hence, illegal. hence illegality. It's not. It should be. We would like us we to should, get arrested. We should all be in jail. We should all be in jail right now. <laughs> so inside the restaurant, uh, Chibiusa is trying to wake up Usagi oh, by god. plugging up her nose with tissues, like okay, I do when I have a cold. Is, oh my god! This is hilarious. Yeah, but she, no, for first, yes, first she starts sticking the papers up her nose, which is great. And then she holds her hand over her mouth. Then <laughs> she suffocates her <laughs> for like. A minute. Like 30 like, seconds. It takes such a long time. And like seeing this in the theater was genuinely great because it was the crowd started laughing. Yeah. Like the longer it went on, the longer the, the audience, like the more the audience was laughing. Oh, yeah. Because like when it hits five seconds, you're like, okay. When it hits 10 is where the laughter starts. Mm -hmm. It was. And really it keeps funny. going. Yeah. And it, then she goes and wakes up. She chokes and she wakes up breath. and then she snot rockets each napkin out of her nose. It takes At 18 seconds face. of completely still no motion. Like it is freeze framed on that for 18 seconds. <laughs> it's great. It's really great. But why can't she just pull the napkins out of her nose? She has to snot rocket them and it's gross. It's because well, it's hilarious. She's very angry. I guess. So then. And she's about to go out and transform. Oh, no. she got, then... Wait, no. Before that, she's like, oh, wow, the fight's still on. Like, yeah. yes, Usagi, you're the only one who has the power that can actually kill the monster. Of course, it's still fucking on. Like, hey, by the way, real quick, you know what's a great idea is uh, if someone jumps through a glass window and then gets knocked unconscious by the impact of landing on the floor. The great the best thing you can do is cut off their air supply <laughs> oh, until yeah. they wake up. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a great way to deal with a concussion. We're lucky Sailor Moon's not dead right now. Yeah. Really murdered are. by her daughter. So Very she's about much. to transform, and then Chibi goes, hey, hey, wait, wait. Uh, thanks for saving my life. And then in the dub, in the old <laughs> dub, I should say, she says, now do your thing, Moon, moon Mama. Moon Mama. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, also, she goes, thanks for saving my life. Then she does a thumbs up, and then she says, you're a pal. Now do your thing, Moon Mama. <laughs> like, you're a pal. Like, I should have let you die. I know. Silly me. <laughs> I love that thumbs up. It's such like a great fucking 80s action movie thing. Speaking of the 80s, though, there was something about the animation of this whole movie that just felt so comforting and familiar to me. Like a thing that I've noticed lately with anime, more current anime, is that a lot of more, a lot more corners are being cut. It's a lot more, you know, like a lot more shots of people not moving and maybe just the mouth is moving and nothing else or one shot when like everyone's just frozen in place and only one thing is changing. Whereas these scenes, like, yeah, they look kind of rough and the detail isn't always, you know, the levels of detail are varying, but it's, it just looks more like life and like action and like people are moving in space and it makes me kind of, yeah. it really, it, I really was noticing it. And I was really feeling it. And it's just so like comforting and nostalgic to watch this. 
Well, this was directed uh, by uh, Kunihiko Ikuhara, who was like the main director on Sailor Moon mm-hmm. and would go on to do uh, Utena and uh, a bunch of other stuff. We actually got a letter about him but I, that I might read in our uh, our next uh, episode. Mm-hmm. No, I think the animation is pretty good. And I mean, I, I feel like they, they stepped it up. I think they knew this was a, you know, a movie, not just another episode. And I think they... Well, I mean, spoiler warning, when we get to space, mm-hmm. that's where like, like it really becomes... Like, we get a lot of stuff going on yeah. <laughs> when we go to space. So then we get to see something we don't see a- a- every episode anymore. Because uh, the, 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 the plant monster starts choking all four sc- scouts out at the same time with her vines. Mm-hmm. And what could cut through a whole bunch of plant vines in one easy throw, guys? Another plant. Well, no, that doesn't make a lot of sense. A rose. <laughs> nope. It's a plant. It is not a rose. You're, you're you're getting ahead of yourself. Oh, sorry. A spinning metal glowing discus made uh, out of a tiara. Yeah. We get to see some moon tiara magic. Right. We don't get to see her throw it, but or we do action. get... Or no. action. Moon tiara magic. Just, uh, just the crowd pretty... also popped pretty hard for this Good. in the theater <laughs> when, when she puts her... We do get to see her catch it and then put it back on. Is that what you're talking about? We get to see her catch it and put it back on in a way that defies all physics. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It just goes bloop. It's just she's holding it above her head and then it is on her head. It does not go over her hair. <laughs> well, it's magic. It's moon magic. Don't question yeah. it. It's Tiara magic. She, she shows up and does her intro and then Luna says, Sailor Moon. And, she's, and then Sailor Moon goes, I know, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So then it's time for Sailor Moon to fight the monster. How does that work out? It, it works out. You think? Well, um, Ami does Shine Aqua Illusion and freezes the monster in an ice. Right, right. In right. ice. And then it starts. Oh, oh also, also, mm-hmm. the, the entire crowd did Ashakyo. Huh? Uh, in time with Sailor Moon. With Sailor Moon. In, in, in my theater. Did, did anybody like, like sing along or do anything in your theater, Jordan? Oh, yeah. With the theme song? Absolutely. Okay. Because, I mean, the draft house, they will, they will, they will drag you outside. Oh, the Japanese. I know. They said it in Japanese. Oh, Shokyo? Yes. I mean, yeah, yes. You're not really supposed to talk, but <laughs> I think people got away with that part. Um, so then she does her, her, uh, her halation on the monster. She kills it pretty dead. And then Fury shows up. Then Guy Fury shows Guy up. Guy Fury shows up. And he's like, let's flavor blast this way to Flavor Town. Oh, I wouldn't say to flip flop. <laughs> Time to take oh. this monster to a diner drive in and or dive. <laughs> Diners, drive ins, and monsters from space. These grocery games are over. <laughs> now, this is the part where Fury fucks up the entire show. You mean he blasts them okay. into Flavor Town? Yeah, no, because he walks, he shows up, he goes like, oh, you guys killed my monster. Oh, you're that girl from yesterday. Yeah, he immediately recognizes them as like, yes, 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 yes. I was losing my mind in the theater watching this. Because he's like, oh yeah, it's, you're, you're soggy, right? <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. That ruins everything. He can't know that. And, but this time, Fiori, Fieri is in his... He he doesn't look like he look he's in his alien form because he's no, he no he changes to his alien. Oh form. yeah, which is he looks kind of like Alan and Anne. Um, mm-hmm. so he's got the same pink hair with the blue frosted tips and the the pointy exactly elf ears, like and the 
eyeliner on his pointy alien eyes. And then he reveals his secret weapon, a topless flower. On his lapel. <laughs> it's a flower with a naked lady on it. And then the pol the pi- what's the thing where the pollen is? The the piston is that the piston? I know there's a part of the flower called the piston, and I'm just gonna keep saying piston. Pistol. Piston is a part of the is a part of an engine. Oh, then the piston <laughs> wait really? <laughs> Oops. Pist- Pistol, as in yeah, P I S T I L. Oh right, okay. So the the pistol is like sticking up between her legs, and then her hair is covering she, her boobs. She doesn't have legs. Well, where her legs would be, where her legs would meet her torso, the crotch. Yeah, her, <laughs> area. The area. Um, yeah, and she doesn't have. Uh, yeah, she's got. And she's not wearing any. Well, she's wearing like a necklace and wrist cuffs. Right. And then Jupiter just runs up and starts attacking him with her fists. She's like, she's not throwing any attacks. She's not like doing lightning. She's literally just punching him and well, missing. And like, well, that's after he puts two of the scouts through a win- through a window. Yeah, but like, she's so brave. She's so brave. I love her. Okay, so not only can Fiore just completely see through whatever magic keeps our identity secret, which that's whatever. That's not whatever. That, that destroys the show, but go ahead. It, it does destroy the show. Uh, he looks just like, he looks like Alan and Anne. He looks yeah. like right. Alan and Anne, who are also, like, in the continuity of the show, they are created by the Doomtree. Mm-hmm. They are the ch- they are literally the children of the Doomtree. Mm-hmm. So they are also, Maybe like, not literally. Planet- <laughs> not, it's no, clear. literally. Not no, like if, you, if you go look it up, if you go look it up, they are an unknown alien species created by the Makaju tree. All right. Like, so is he their like so, other brother that yeah. just got caught into Scott drifting in space and they're like, oh, well, I guess he's gone. He fell off the tree. <laughs> it makes perfect sense that this other plant obsessed motherfucker would be also created by the Makai tree, the, the Makaju tree. Okay. Like it's. It's ne- but it's never mentioned. They nope. don't like it's not mentioned. This Fiore's only appearance is in this movie. They don't mention it. Uh, nobody else like I- I'm curious if in the new dub, like they'll occasionally add lines like there's that um that great Jupiter line in, in the uh, the dinosaur episode where they go like, I didn't know you could drive a boat. And, and Makoto goes, I can do anything. <laughs> Which is my favorite line of the entire series. Uh, but like, I wonder if when they do the new dub, they'll like have like Ray and Makoto in the background being like, is that, is that, is that all man? <laughs> because he, am I crazy here? Like, am I, am I losing it? I, mean, I don't want to be space racist, but is he, does he look exactly space like them? Racist. You guys? Spacist. He has tel- telekinesis in this scene. Does that ever come up again? He has hella superpowers. He, cause he telekinetic, sizes two scouts through a window then smashes ray into another shuttered building again denting it terribly and then when when jupiter starts trying to punch him he telekinetic sizes her into a british telephone booth which is on the side of the road in japan it's like a fucking shotgun yeah (laughs) it destroys her so then he's just got sailor moon left and he's like Cool. Uh, I'm going to grow Lady Deathstrike nails. Oh, my God. Yeah, he, he says, um, we've done the Sailor Scout hash. Now let's try the moon kebabs. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So he's going to slash her with his Lady Deathstrike claws. That's when a rose happens. <laughs> Seduce me on the ice, Yuri. Seduce me with all you have. 
Uh, I want to give a, a special shout out to the several people who who sent over additional Sailor Moon sounds. But this this one actually, uh, I, th- I think he sent it over twice. Uh, Atreyu Hibiki. Atreyu. Uh, which I assume, I assume that's a pen name. But uh, thank you so much for, for sending that over. Atreyu from the NeverEnding Story. Aww. Did everybody crack up in your theater when they cut to the shot of the zillion guys in tuxedos? <laughs> yes yes uh like me and aiden especially like lost it at that because it's so ridiculous uh also joel thomas sent over um a bunch of uh sailor moon uh sound effects that i'm going to be adding oh. to the soundboard as we go ahead so thank you uh joel awesome uh that one worked out great so then because then because then we cut to a billboard that has a picture of like yeah like 20 dudes in tuxedo mask outfits um <laughs> those are called tuxedos like- Jordan, tuxedo mask but outfits all, are called tuxedos. But they also have the masks and the top hats, which not all tuxedos have automatically de rigueur. I guess tuxedo mask is a style <laughs> icon now, and everybody's trying now. to emulate him. So so then then the weird thing happens. Then he fucking walks out of the billboard yes. onto air and then uh, like ends up like walking across a streetlight. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, how does that happen? What is it? I don't understand. It's it it, it it was it a camera trick? I, it doesn't make any sense. But he starts uh, yelling at Fiori, and Fiori's like, "Oh, you're Memoru, yeah, again." Which is also straight up crazy, because not only is Memoru predicted by like whatever moon magic it is, Memoru's also literally wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think I would recognize you with a little white mask on, Chris. But he knows it because the rose went flying, and isn't Darian always giving Fiori roses? So he recognizes it. It's the he just recognized the rose. And then the person with brown hair, who's a similar height, weight, build, same voice, same smell, same face as Darian. Darian. I think maybe you're onto something. I think he does recognize them by scent. That's the only explanation. (laughs) I I smell my old boyfriend. (laughs) I love this. Is like this dude just put like. This dude just basically murdered four teenage girls. Mm-hmm. Like, he puts Venus and Mercury through a plate glass window. He throws right. Ray into a building. Uh, Jupiter gets that phone shotgun booth. blast to the stomach that then... sends her through a glass phone booth. And then, like, memory shows up, which, good good timing, bro. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Like, well, I'm nice to know you give a shit about anyone but Usagi. <laughs> he only has a Usagi danger sense, not a everybody else danger sense. Well, then Fiore sees him, and he's like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, he, like, he immediately well, he, stops talking. He's like, oh, Memoru, what's up, dog? How you doing? He took, he took the throne rose as a sign of affection. He's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you give me roses. That's what you do. That, thank you. This is what I wanted. <laughs> it's interesting though because he Fieri does talk about how Darian dumped him for Serena and he's bitter and he's like I've been looking for this flower for you for years and I get back and you're with this ditz like uh, you choose this dingbat over me yeah. he says in the original dub why are you uh, seeking solace from your loneliness with a dull girl like this <laughs> oh, man. like Fieri you Brutal. literally left you were gone for 20 years like Get over it. When he calls her a dull girl, Usagi is also framed against the Tokyo Tower in the background, so it looks like she has a giant dump cap on. <laughs> oh, really? I missed a great little bit of direction. That's so funny. Uh, so then Darian and Fieri, Guy Fieri, are fighting with <sighs> their swords, 
and Serena calls out, be careful, my masked man, like still under the pretense that they have to call each other tuxedo mask in Sailor Moon, even though Fieri knows who they are and is the only one around. So then he's the stabby, the stabbing. Yeah. I mean, the thing that always happens, happens. Well, I mean, like the thing, the thing that you missed was when he jumps at Usagi with the sword. Uh, it's not just that Mamoru like uh, blocks it with his his cane and starts like sword fighting him with his cane. Uh, Usagi gets knocked out of the way by the cats. Oh right! Like, these tiny little four pound cats knock over uh, Usagi, who I guess is, to be fair, also tiny. She's mm-hmm. four, yeah. four eleven. Yeah. Let's let's be real. So he does extendo nails at her. Extending his fingernails by like you know ten feet or something. He is just ready and rare and to impale somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, as always, Tuxedo Mask jumps in the way and gets impaled yet again by his ex boyfriend. <laughs> this is the third time. This is the <laughs> third time this motherfucker gets impaled. And Fieri's Same like footage. Same. <laughs> Footage. Really? It's not the, the same Because he's footage. upside down and his head, like, he throws his head back and his he's in silhouette and there's red and his hair flops and it's like his back, like, writhes and it's really intense. And, y- and Yusagi hugs him and is crying. And then Fiori's no like... Zero blood, yeah, no, by the no, way. Of course, for of the guy who just got stabbed five times in the, in the gut. No. Fiori gets jealous and teleports Memorial into his arms yeah. so he can cradle his dead body <laughs> he instead. He goes, oh, the only friend I've ever had. No! And then he flies away and teleports into the flower verse uh, with him. And Yusagi falls to her knees, weeping at the loss of her love. And that is where we will end this episode. She's overcome with grief, but she's not like, she doesn't like... She's crying, but then she just goes, oh, no, tuxedo. <laughs> like She doesn't <laughs> like she can't uh, even in this moment. She's not calling him Darian. My love It's just tuxedo. It was such a nice tuxedo. What a waste. There's a hole in it. <laughs> Five holes in it. He cut such a nice At figure least. in it. Oh, <laughs> Chris, what were you going to say? Oh, no. uh, uh, we're not at the end of the movie yet, so I don't think we're going to do uh, a Sailor Business Says right now. But we'll we'll collectively talk about what we learned at the end of next week's episode. So uh, before we get out of here, uh, Allison, can you tell everyone where they can find you online? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Allie Stock, only I spell it like a New Yorker. So A-L-L-Y-S-T-A-W-K. Um, you could listen to Chris and myself on Xena Warrior Business. Our Twitter is at Xena Warrior Biz with a Z. We put out episodes every other week. And that's me. You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. Uh, you can find our producer, Jake Mason, on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. He's got a bunch of other podcasts like what? Well, I'll tell you. Like Pokemon World Tour. Like Pokemon World Tour United. Like Cool Kids Table. Like, which one am I forgetting? Oh, the Morphin Grid about the Power Rangers. Um, so you should check all that stuff out with him yeah and uh annie creighton is going to be a guest on uh is going, well shoot i don't know if that's a surprise uh so forget i said that jake cut it out but i'm excited about annie being on your podcast me too <laughs> Annie's really funny cool <laughs> how about you chris uh, you can find me on Twitter as the ISB. That's T H E I S B, as in Bishoju Senchi Sailor Moon. Uh, <laughs> you can also find me on Xena Business, of course. And if you want to see the other stuff that I do, you can go to the ISB.com. There's links there to all the comics I write, all the columns that I write, and the other podcasts that I do with uh, Matt Wilson. 
uh, who, if you're in Dallas, you may have seen on television recently. Ooh. That does it for this week's Sailor Business. Uh, follow the show at Sailor Business. Uh, email us at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to everyone who's written in. We'll read some emails next week. Uh, and have a great week, everybody. We'll be back with the second half of Sailor Moon R, the movie, The Promise of the Rose. And until then, keep your mind on Sailor Business. I need my pumpkin to myself now. Ta-ta, strangeoid.